Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning for this practice. Being aware of awareness. Perhaps we can watch as attention almost seems to come alive in a more vibrant way. Illuminating not just what is seen and heard and felt, but an interior illumination. that allows us to notice that noticing is happening. We can check to see if it's available. To look right at this noticing Because it's, it's this very noticing that will notice the next thought. And for me, it's a lot less likely that I'll get caught up in identifying with the thought, get mesmerized by the story, get pulled into the narrative. If there's a centering back, what feels like a little back and away. And glimpse the ongoing noticing that is here regardless of the presence or absence of thought. So what is here that notices thought that is not itself a thought? What is here that notices sensations that is not itself a sensation?
oftentimes thoughts run so quickly. It's not even noticed that we buy in, we run with it. There's an identification so pervasive. We don't have a sense of being caught inside of a thought bubble. But there's something here that is not thought. There's something here that is steady and open and available and still. And that something is very much alert and awake and aware. It's what catches the thoughts. It's what knows the experience. And often what uh, mind wants to do at this point for me is just kind of lightly daydream about something. Maybe yesterday, maybe tomorrow, maybe later today. And it kind of fuzzes up the clarity that those are thoughts. Those are the temporary which rise and fall before the always. Before the real, that which is always here in the same state, same condition, under all circumstances, in all time, all places. This light of pure knowing just keeps knowing the content of experience. The content rises and falls and expands and contracts, right? And this light of pure knowing just continues to illuminate the noticing the knowing, the awareness. And that is not comprised of thought. Matter of fact, 
There's no thinking necessary. Mind may like to think about those words or think about awareness, but that's more temporary appearance. For that, which does not have an appearance. The awareness that we are is this transparent, indelible, unconditioned essence. It's that by which everything's known, to which everything arises, and out of which everything dissolves. But it itself never rises, never falls, never comes, never goes, just is. So the practice of being aware of awareness does not involve thinking about awareness. That, that kind of sneaks in the back door for me often. Just a couple of related thoughts, but then gets a thought stream going and then allows distraction to enter and kind of feeling lost for some period of time. And that can be caught sooner and sooner. with the vigilance to just stay present, stay noticing that this essence of noticing sees it all. This essence doesn't run with anything. It just watches something run with it.
So in this practice, being aware of awareness, there is no success or failure. There's simply how many times we can notice the thought, the judgment, the narrative that says, this is going successfully, or this is an abject failure. Notice that arising. Turn attention back and ask what sees that? To what does that arise? By what is that known? And rest in that timelessness, that spacelessness. Rest in the superconsciousness. It just abides as pure being. Resting back in pure potentiality.
So what is here that sees thought that is not itself thought? What is here that knows sensations? Knows the energy of the body, the energy of the mind. That is not itself the energy of the body or the mind. Is not thinking or sensation. It simply is. this luminous consciousness, which is awake and aware, always on, through which the knowing of experience is allowed, is offered, is accepted is ongoingly known. This inner essential luminosity to which all things arise, by which they're known, and in whose light they rise and fall. Is it available to rest back as that light of pure knowing? Watch as the light illuminates whatever comes through, thought, feeling, sensation, perception, and have way more interest in that light, that background of awareness, than in the temporary appearance of objects flickering before it.
it doesn't involve uh, rejecting anything or pushing anything away. It's simply an inner decision. about what we value most during this time. What our true desire is. Where we cast our attention.
read from uh, the Tao Te Ching, Regina's translation, uh, chapter 16, The Way of Enlightenment. Be devoted to reaching the utmost emptiness. And then sincerely hold to stillness. B. Devoted to reaching the utmost emptiness. And then sincerely hold to stillness. So is it available to recognize the beingness and to recognize the devotional qualities inherent in it? Its ability to give itself over to something, to an intention, to a desire, to a pursuit. And can we metaphorically aim that desire, that pursuit towards reaching the utmost emptiness? We have that be our sole desire. Utter emptiness, the utmost utter emptiness. What would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that be like?
we were fully surrendered to being devoted, to reaching. utmost emptiness. Well, for me, if it was the utmost emptiness, it would have to necessarily entail a continuous emptying, a kenosis, a non-clinging, a letting go, a letting be, a falling back, a releasing. A trusting. A deep resting. Trusting this emptiness. A devotion to this emptiness. A valuing. Of the utmost emptiness. Letting go of all the usual, all the familiar, all the favorites, all the cherished notions and ideas and behaviors and identities, all the habits, all the conditioning, all the programs. all the urges, all the my way, the entire comfort zone is the opposite of empty. We consent to letting all that go. We consent to knowing only the presence of God within. The utmost emptiness. The ultimate reality. No, I literally, I just took Raven to school and I wanted to see the water.
be devoted to reaching the utmost emptiness. And then sincerely hold to stillness. So chapter 16 continues, all things arise together. I observe as they arise and then return. All things arise together. I observe as they arise and then return.
all things arise together. I observe as they arise and then return. Humanity, <clears throat> excuse me, humanity and all things diverse and varied return to their root. Humanity and all things diverse and varied return to their root. To return to the root is called stillness. To be still is called returning to life. To return to life It's called constant.
to no constant is called wisdom. To not know constant is to act recklessly and to suffer. To know constant is to allow. To know constant is to allow. To allow is to have equanimity. To have equanimity is to be whole.
to be whole is to be enlightened. Enlightenment is the way. Remain with the way. And there is no death and no suffering. or as it is said in the Bible, paraphrasing. When I live, I live for the Lord. When I die, I die for the Lord. Whether I live or whether I die, I am the Lord's.
And that brings us to the bottom of our hour. I want to thank you for joining.